Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Whalen. And I'm Evan Mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> to go with the theme? It's a theme, yeah. Last, last week was also a poinsettia. But uh, <laughs> it's the Christmas season. So. Yes. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, once again, we are doing a Christmas episode. Late. Yeah, late. I mean, uh, Future Rain is probably going to release this uh, the day after Christmas. But I mean, at least it's, it's a day after Christmas. Yeah, it's fine. You know what? Yeah. This is more like, hey, did you enjoy Christmas yesterday? Let's talk about some history of Christmas. You know? Some, 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 some pseudo history of christmas yeah yeah uh but yeah merry christmas everyone we hope you had a great holiday season uh had some fun times with your family uh hopefully i will uh because i have to work christmas eve but luckily oh, I'm do off, you? luckily i'm off by 12 interesting they have i don't know why they did that but they have someone coming in to open the store yeah and then someone comes in at noon to close the store uh-huh. uh to stay till five and uh I'm a selfish you, bastard. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to come in and open and I'm going to leave at noon. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, but I mean, I'll be off by noon and then get to spend Christmas with Ashley and her family. Well, relative to this recording, I haven't done it yet, but right, right. future rain, you know, probably had a good time. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we wanted to do, well, I say we, I wanted to do another Christmas movie because yep. last year I kind of forced you. Like, yeah. No, we're doing the Santa Claus. I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to do a Christmas. I think the reason for the pushback was I already had something in mind. Um, <laughs> and then we're like, no, we're doing this instead. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and that kind of fit with that theme of that season. It's sort of a strange movie. A guy becomes Santa Claus by killing Santa. Did you know apparently Tim Allen had a real big problem with the plot hole of... That none of the elves question the fact that yeah. he's now Santa. Yeah, it's like this happens all the time. It's like, yeah. what, what, what do you mean? This well, is... apparently Tim Allen was like, yeah, like they never address it. Yeah, it's like the eighth guy in this decade. Like, I don't give a shit. You yeah. know I mean? So so he, that's why he was like, you should watch the Santa Claus because we address that. It's like, <laughs> nope. But why? I won't. I won't. Sorry, Tim. Sorry, Mr. Allen. I'm not going to watch I, your uh, show. I told Ashley, I was half joking, that I may buy an 8 by 10 um poster yeah of his mugshot amazing it's on amazon for 50 uh bucks. you should yeah i was like what would <laughs> Put you in here somewhere. i was like what would you do if like you came home and this was here and she was like absolutely not it's so good you should anyway yeah uh it, it could be above me instead of this stuff i don't care yeah uh, uh anyway so well this time i wasn't i'm not really forcing you i it, i don't care it fits with the theme your pick anyway who cares it was my pick so if you tuned in last week, uh, today we were talking about the man who invented Christmas. Uh, I have to put a little asterisk because uh, last week I said the man that invented Christmas. Which is wrong. It's wrong. And you were wrong for saying it. And I'm glad that you said something about it. Uh, so this was a <laughs> first time watch for the both of us. Obviously. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had to fit it with the theme, which is, I, ha- I mean, truth be told, I could have done the original Black Christmas. Yeah, that would have been cool. Or The Lodge, or Eyes but Wide Shut. Or, I didn't you know. feel like being bummed out. Christmas is one of my favorite <laughs> holidays. And even though I see the the point of those movies, yeah. I'm like, no, no, okay. I don't I don't want this to ruin Christmas for me. Fine. So we did a, a somewhat of a wholesome. Yeah. Well, I say somewhat. It is wholesome. 
Yeah. Uh, the man who invented Christmas. So I was going to ask you when he came over. Yeah. But what did you think? It's fine. <laughs> it's a fine movie. You know? It's a movie. It's a movie. You know, uh, I, it was, listen, <laughs> what, what we usually do on this show is it's either like, it's either like, yo, this movie is a fucking banger or this movie makes me want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> This movie was just right there in the middle. and <laughs> So, to go along with last week's episode, it's how you felt about the food at y'all's wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. It's, well, it's not how I felt about it. It's what... That you were wanting for the that food. That was, like, worst case scenario, I want it to be fine. You know what I mean? And so, is this... This movie's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that... You have no idea how actually happy that makes me. I was for sure. I was like, he's going to fucking hate it. No, 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 no. Dan, you know, Dan Stevens, you know, is good. You know, Christopher Plummer, amazing as always. And Jonathan Price. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Price, so good. Um, if you haven't already, check out Taboo. Uh, Jonathan Price is in that. Um, of course, uh, Tom and Chips Hardy created the uh, the show. It's fucking awesome. Anyway, um, that Jonathan Price I recommend. This one is fine. Um <laughs> I okay. Before we get into it, the movie is about Charles Dickens writing a Christmas Carol, um, and it is called "The Man Who Invented Christmas" because he has um, been given credit as to revitalizing people's interest in celebrating Christmas. Okay, yeah, because I was trying to do a little bit of research yeah. for the movie. He didn't invent the holiday. Yeah, That's obviously. not what they're saying. That's it's a stupid title, but well, it's uh, also based on a book, which is a stupid title. For that <laughs> book. Um, it's it's like a lot of people didn't really celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. But there's even a line in the movie where it's like a Christmas book. Nobody celebrates Christmas except for this guy I know, you know yeah. who's like a devout Christian, whatever he said. <laughs> um, he's like that guy celebrates Christmas. We don't. What a weirdo. <laughs> what a weirdo. You know. Um, and then he writes this book. It becomes extremely popular because he wrote Oliver Twist and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's Oliver Twist. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Charles Dickens. Holy shit. And and they're like, oh, this Christmas thing. We should start celebrating. You know what I mean? Um, well, and I should also say this, you know, A Christmas Carol, in and of itself, everyone tries to do a version of A Christmas Carol, you know. Um, What's your favorite that you've seen? That I've seen, honestly. Is it Mr. Magoo's? That was pretty good. Wait, what? Mr. Magoo. No. What? Oh, yeah, he it, plays Scrooge and he can't see. And, yeah, it's a cartoon. It's that's fun. amazing. It's pretty great. Um, honestly, for me, it's it's a tie with uh, Scrooged. Okay. All oh, right, 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 right. Which I love. Yeah. And Tom Hardy's A Christmas Carol. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Uh, the, the Guy Pierce one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy Pierce one. Uh, Stephen Knight did that one. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so the one that one is a darker take, which you told me about. You're like, dude, yeah. you're gonna fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. It was and cool. I do. It's such a cool, interesting take. Yeah. Uh, because you know, I was thinking about it the whole time I was watching this movie because, you know, one of the problems, which I'll get to, you know, is changing overnight, like. It's Which weird. It's a, you it's hate. A, I do usually. I give it a pass for a Christmas story because that's like the whole thing. You know, yeah. It's like the whole point of the story. But Tom Hardy and Stephen Knight's version, he doesn't really. Did Tom Hardy produce that? Yeah. I didn't know that. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, he, um, Scrooge doesn't pull a 180. He's like, no, like, 
this is who I am. I don't deserve forgiveness. And it's super handsome guy Pierce. Yeah. Well, that made him look somewhat ugly. He's yeah. still, that handsomeness still kind of shines through. But anyway, okay. So the man who invented Christmas. Okay, so, okay, well, hold on now. <laughs> okay. Those are your favorites. <laughs> oh, yeah. What were your favorite versions? Okay. Thank you for asking. I, as a kid, I have seen the movie Scrooge with Albert Finney probably, I don't know, fucking oh. 40 times. Because my mom and my mom fucking loves it. She's seen it twice already this year. Uh, really? It's a musical. It's like, you know, whatever. It's like super happy, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's fun, right? Uh-huh. Um, I love Albert Finney. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I've seen like the Mickey Mouse one. It's not bad. You know? The one that's 20 fucking minutes long. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. It's perfect, right? It's pretty <laughs> much. Um, I did really like the Stephen Knight one. That one's cool. Yeah. Right? I've never seen The Muppet Christmas Girl. And that's a true story about me. I've never seen The Muppet uh, Michael Caine is fucking I know. Scrooge. Scrooge yeah. yeah. Even though Christopher Plummer um, beats him for oldest, um, oldest Scrooge. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I would say the youngest is probably Jim or Guy. Maybe. You know, for Robert Zemeckis' uh, uncanny nightmare. I don't know. I don't know how old Albert Finney was. He's He was young. They just put him in old person makeup because yeah. he had a dance and shit. Um, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I also really did like that. That wasn't a joke. I liked the Mr. Magoo one. I, um, I love how neither on either of our lists, the Robert Zemeckis version. Of course not. I didn't see it. So I Okay. Not for me. Is that like an Uncanny Valley one too? Yeah, that was when that was right after he had done Polar Beowulf. Express. Oh, Beowulf. Yeah, because it was Polar or no, no, no. Yeah, it was Polar Express, then Beowulf, and then that. Because hmm. he went through this really weird period. Motion where, capture. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Hang on, everyone. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, okay. So yeah, yeah. I, okay. I guess I would have to say Scrooge. I've seen it the most times, and it's nostalgic <clears throat> for me, I suppose. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. But I feel like. But again, my point being is everyone has tried to do a version yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. A Christmas Carol. Yeah. Uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. That's A Christmas Carol. I forgot about that one. Uh, I've seen it. So have I. Yeah. Um, and Netflix just did a brand new one called Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. Hmm. It's animated. It okay. looks dumb. Anyway. Oh, man. Um, so... I really don't know where to begin with this movie. I don't either. Because, um, I mean, the whole movie is Charles Dickens trying to, well, trying and then writing the book yeah. of A Christmas Carol. I was trying to look up how historically accurate it was. Yeah. Because apparently not not a lot of people know what he actually did or didn't do in the process of writing. Uh-huh. I guess they kind of just inferred, like, what kind of person he was. Like, oh, yeah, he'd probably do this. Like, See, giving... This is, okay, so this is a problem I have with movies like this. It's okay. been too long. Uh-huh. You don't have the... You don't have any sources. You don't have, like, eyewitnesses. You don't have people who knew him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, doing a movie like this is sort of like it's basically fiction, right? Yeah, um, I would say I would say probably ninety ninety nine percent. Right, it was all fiction. Uh, him working um, in the child labor camps, whatever. That's true, right? That's how he wrote Oliver Twist, right? Uh, Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Um, some of the stuff like with his finances, like I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the stuff with you know like him struggling to write it, and, like the advance, and like 
you know, dealing with the the illustrators and the publishers. Yeah, and blah, and deciding blah, 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 to blah, blah. just do it on his own. And yeah, who knows? Who knows? Right? Nobody. I would assume. Yeah. Um, I didn't do any research about that. So, <laughs> well, but, we did kind of. But then, you know, that's sort of the problem I have with movies like this is you know, you can't really pass it off as true, right? Yeah. It's been too long. You don't know, you know, the facts, right? You're just yeah. kind of guessing, right? Um, which is fine. It's still a fine movie. I'm not. Again, it's fine. I. Um, the fact that you're saying fine. Is here's just... something that I did like about it. I do okay. like the way that they do the visual manifestations of his writing process right yes that's cool. i was just about to say that's right. something i loved him actually interacting with scrooge uh who i think christopher Plummer did just an amazing job yeah as scrooge um because it it gives scrooge more maybe i'm reaching but more more of a personality yeah the fact that he's saying the things we know him to say but Making him more of a three-dimensional character in a mm-hmm. way, like like no, like a living, breathing person. Yeah, it's like a writer's constantly thinking about these things. You know, they want to know who they are so they can write them accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Right? Um, something I hated. Okay. Uh, the whole name thing. Oh, when you're trying to figure out the name? Yeah, like, oh, what's your name? He goes, oh, uh, Marley. Uh, and he goes, Marley? <laughs> or at the end? Oh, my God, dude. Copperfield. I rolled my eyes pretty hard. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, okay. I had forgotten about David Copperfield. And then, uh, and then you know, when he said, I was like, ugh. <laughs> World uh, big and time. And not the now. magician. No, not the magician. No. Sidebar, uh, have you ever seen the movie, uh, The Adventures of David Copperfield with our boy Deb Patel? No. It's pretty good. It's yeah, pretty okay. Good. Pretty good. Uh, I was reading uh, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and all the user reviews were fucking trashing it. Yeah. Because they thought it was about David Copperfield. The, the magician. magician. That's funny. And I'm like, but he's not, <laughs> he's not. I wonder what that guy's actual name is. Uh, the magician David yeah. Copperfield? No, who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Um, anyway. Um, okay, I could see that because it's it's almost like giving him like a, I mean, it is. It's a plot device. Like, this is how he came up with Marley because yeah, he collects know. names. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about that. It might be true. I don't yeah. know. It seemed a little heavy-handed, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> okay? I didn't like it. Don't tell me I have to put up another counter that says no, it's No, 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 no. It's just going to keep going up. Hopefully not. Um, another thing I liked. Let me think. <laughs> well, here, while you think. Um, okay. So I really... I don't know if I've ever told you, but I really like watching movies about someone who creates, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be fiction or nonfiction and watching their sort of process. Yeah. Um, so like with rocket man, like watching Taryn B Elton trying to put music to, uh, Bernie Toppin's words. I loved that. Yeah. That, even I know you don't like it that much, but Bohemian Rhapsody too. Mm. You know of them f- coming up with the ideas of you know we will rock you and yeah. another one about this. Loved it. And now even though we've pretty much told everyone that, yeah, ninety nine percent of this is probably all fake. Yeah, probably. I still liked seeing him like okay, what would they his didn't name? even put in his mistress or the you know what I mean or he got divorced. And all I shit. yeah I did read that he. <laughs> He got a divorce in 1858 uh, and then was with... But some, that was before this, so I guess yeah. that's fine. 
Yeah, it was 53? Yeah, 53. So he had five more years before his <laughs> wife was like, I'm done with you. Uh, or maybe he said, I'm done with you. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I mean, she definitely didn't understand it. What he openly says in the movie, she doesn't understand me. Here's something that I thought was fascinating. Okay. Okay. Tell me. Um, he He actually did have a pet raven. Okay. Oh. That when they went on holiday, uh, it came back and it was dead. Right. He told a, a, another writer friend of his, and uh, that writer friend wrote the Raven. Uh, his writer friend was, was Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh my god! Isn't that crazy? That is amazing. I actually. know. That's so sick. I hope it's true. I don't know. Imagine, imagine. I read it more than one place. So hopefully. imagine it's like, like Edgar, man. My fucking Raven died, dude. You guys pet Raven? He's like. It's like, Raven? You had a pet Raven? That's crazy. I, know. I didn't know That's that. so crazy. He wrote the whole fucking poem right there. Yeah. Uh, so nevermore. Okay, double. Uh, <laughs> what you, uh, what'd what you write there? What so don't, you? Mo- don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. <laughs> all right, everyone. I know you're probably like, Zach, you're probably rolling your eyes because of how all over the place we are. But, I mean, honestly, I didn't expect a lot of this episode. <laughs> Just for us to talk about it. <clears throat> and have fun with a Christmas movie. Well, I wish that... Okay, here's what I wish this movie was. Okay. More than just the process of him writing the, the you know, the name droppy stuff, the um, the the stuff for the audience. Yeah. You know? I wish it was more like, oh, this book, you know, snowballed into celebrating Christmas. I want to know more about that, right? Yeah. Like, what do you mean no one's celebrating Christmas in 1850 blah 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 that's, so what you're that's saying, weird to me I want to know like how this book really kicked off what we know as Christmas today which is the celebrations right so what you're saying is this hour and 45 minute movie if like the say the first 30 minutes was him writing the book but the last hour and 15 minutes I don't minutes. know you could even like fucking go back and forth I don't care I just want to know more about that I think that's more interesting than the book itself the book itself is obviously timeless and it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, a masterpiece, whatever. Fine. Yeah. I want to know more about how that, how that happened. How did this one book. Re reintroduce, like, reintroduce Christmas traditions and spirit to everybody. Right. I, I guess assume we'll never know. to England first. I could look it up, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, I'd, like, I'd rather see a movie about it. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know? Uh, like, how did that work? Like, what, like, how fast did that happen? Right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get that. Because, you know, the little blurbs that we get at the end are are good. But I was like, but I was even like, okay, well, but how? And he wrote, um, I don't remember if I wrote this down or if it was in the blurb. I think I, I think I read it. Um, that he wrote more Christmas books after that. Really? Like, yeah, he wrote like four more. Or Christmas themed <clears throat> books. Interesting. Yeah, I never knew that. Kind of his thing after a while, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, if it ain't broke, why fix it? <laughs> and then David Copperfield in there somewhere. Yeah, someone was like, "Yeah, I'll do that." Um, he did that in sections, I think. Copperfield, like writing the the book, like like he would release a chapter at a time. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's. Isn't that called Quibi? Oh wait, no, it's just a failed. Streaming platform. <laughs> anyway, um, you know what? I, you know something else I like, buddy. Uh, <clears throat> tell me about him. <clears throat> Sorry, everyone. I really like the beginning of the fake out. 
Okay. Where even though we see him in the dressing room uh, on his book tour, the guy announcing him mm-hmm. looks like the pictures of older Charles Dickens. And oh. I was like, I was like, wait. Because I thought I thought it was going to be like here he is now. Oh, okay. Now we're going to Tarantino it, and it's going to mm-hmm. be Dan Stevens. Yeah, you know. Um, but then Dan Stevens comes out, and I was like, oh, it was just a fake out. And Dan okay. Stevens was great in this. I, I'm not absolutely. I'm not saying that you know he was bad. He was great. Uh, I mean, again, Christopher Plummer, I think, steals the show. I think he's amazing. Oh, hundred percent. Does I was trying to tell Haley who he was, right? I mean, you know, he was in Sound of Music. Isn't that crazy? How long ago that was? She goes, don't. Oh my god! So I've never seen something. I don't know. But okay, uh, he was in Knives Out. Like he was in Knives. Never seen Knives Out. She hasn't actually yet. Oh my god! She wants to though. We'll, we'll okay, get there eventually. Got. All right. Because uh, I want to see Glass Onion. So um, uh, only a few more days. I know. So uh, he was great. Um, I I think some of the stuff with, especially when uh, sorry, when Charles Dickens goes back to that uh, labor camp that he worked in mm-hmm. as a child. And then of course, Scrooge is like, that was a little melodramatic for me. Yeah. I was wondering why the movie was considered a comedy drama. And for a PG movie, the drama yeah, is very, is very melodramatic. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, I guess I get it. I, you know, I think they were trying to show that he, well, it's he, almost like Dean Stevens. Sorry. David, <sighs> Charles Dickens is going through a similar Scroogeness himself, yeah. right? And he's putting a lot of things first, and like you know, snapping at his, um, at his like his maid. assistants or yeah. maids or whatever, like not paying attention to his wife or I forgot he even had kids. Uh, you know, I thought maybe it was like that, and like you know, um, he's trying to figure out a way to legitimately like figure out how to change this guy's personality overnight right mm-hmm. see and that's what i thought the movie the rest of the movie was going to be is is him trying to determine how a person would just change their entire personality over the course of the night yeah um because as we kind of talked about at the beginning of the show um the tom hardy Stephen knight <clears throat> that scrooge doesn't right or at least not immediately because they definitely left it open to where he, like over time, w- over time would grow to be more caring. And the version of Scrooge that's at the end of the book. Um, and I was like, oh, is this what the rest of the movie is going to be? Is him legitimately like, how would how would a person so, you know, mean spirited, how would they change? Yeah. How would they 180 like that? And yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I got hopeful. I was like, okay, here we oh, go. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we only have 40 minutes left. Like, oh, okay, no, no. okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but uh, I still found it fascinating, even though probably most of it was fake, of <laughs> of him like trying to like, okay, maybe. And I love that it is sort of told in chapters. He'll finish a chapter, yeah, and then we'll kind of catch up, and then he'll finish another chapter, and then we'll catch up. Uh, I I thought that was really cool and yeah, really yeah. smart. Um, and I love that he also has to go through his journey as well of the ghost of Christmas past, present and future. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. As well. You know, as we're getting, we're essentially getting a Christmas Carol within how it was written. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know? think that's probably sort of the, the point I, of the structure. Right? Yeah. I think is there, you know. 
yeah, which what you're saying is it's two Christmas carols going on at the same time, right? Yeah. It's his personal, personal right? Yeah. Personal one, and then him writing it. Um, it makes total sense. Um, I, you know, I don't know. What fascinates me about the Christmas Carol, the story, uh-huh. is more of the darker themes, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. uh, Jacob Marley having the chains, right? <gasps> Like that, like that's really cool. That's a cool concept, right? Mm. Let's dig into that a little bit more. Okay, no, we're not. Okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> what's up with this ghost of Christmas yet to come? Like, why is he so scary, right? Like, yeah. I want to know more about. That. Okay, no, we're done. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, like, this movie is obviously for families, right? That's not like it, gonna yeah. dive in and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but that's the kind of stuff that interests me, right? Yeah, the closest. I mean, the closest representation I've seen of that kind of sorta. Is in Zemeckis' version A Christmas Carol. It is incredibly dark. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked Disney let him get away with half that shit. Which is why I appreciate it. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, he he did not shy away from the fact that this... It, it's about spirits. It's about ghosts. It gets scary. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It's the Uncanny Valley stuff that I was I just like... I know it's just awful to look at. Like and fucking Jim, poor Jim had to play fucking everyone. He had to play all three ghosts, all the ages of Scrooge. Oh my god! Um, I think he had to play someone else. Even even fucking Gary Oldman was playing Bob Cratchit mm. and Jacob Marley. Yeah. It. Uh... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm not saying I hate that movie. I'm just saying it could have been better. But. I... And, you know, here's another thing. Okay. Is that with this film, it's it's kind of anti-capitalist in a way, right? Because he <laughs> very much is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is sort of strange. I wish I would have leaned into that a little bit more, too. It's just we never really leaned one direction or the other. We kind of just introduced concepts and then just kind of let them go. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, you know, with him and his financial trouble, if that even was true. Yeah. Uh, Right, like that's sort of interesting that he's taking this anti-capitalist approach because of his financial troubles, right? Yeah, and um, it's almost like self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Or he doesn't want to contribute to that, but if he doesn't, then he has no money. Yeah, but it's almost like he's like, well, I'll, I'll figure it out then, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was sort of a half-baked idea, because then we never see him pay anyone off. That's true. Like, yeah. Like a literal payoff. He never pays off his lawyer. He never pays off the guy who's been redesigning his home. Yeah. We never see him pay his illustrator who, sidebar, um, I did not realize, uh, I can't think of that actor's name who plays his artist, his, his illustrator. Figure it out. Uh, love that guy. Great character actor. Um, you could be so mad at me. He also played Charles Dickens. Really? In two episodes of Doctor Who. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> what is my life? Which uh I did I legitimately didn't know he was in the movie because I knew I only knew Dan Stevens and Christopher Plummer were in this movie. Yeah. And I saw him and I was like, oh my god, like how how uncanny for him to be like, hey, I played this guy at one point. Um, so dumb or if it's this guy, you keep talking. Um anyway. He was also an Ace Ventura. Uh, when nature calls <laughs> oh my Specific. god oh and a fan and the phantom of the opera oh my god anyway um 
Yeah, so we never see him like legitimately pay people off. Yeah, you're right. And I didn't realize that till like so the movie was over. I was like, okay, that was that was a good, good, yeah. good family movie. And then it hit me. I was like, wait, did he ever pay his Italian uh, um, home interior designer? No. Did he ever pay his illustrator? No. Did he ever pay the lawyer? I think it's implied that. You know, he finally got the book published. And the money just started rolling in. I mean, just like by the wheelbarrows. You know I, mean? I I do love, however, I laughed really hard when they're visiting the lawyer. And he's like, uh, like, yeah, how did how did the lawsuit go? We won. <laughs> we won? Like, yeah, like yeah. 22,000 or whatever. The 22,000 pounds. And like, what? Yeah, but they're bankrupt. Yeah, that money is... <laughs> It's just like another like just kicking the nuts, like dude. roller coaster moment, right? Just like oh, 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 um, <laughs> but anyway, um, okay, I want to I want to try to give some structure to this episode since we've been sort of all over the place. Okay, okay, Christopher Plummer as Scrooge mm-hmm. because you're right, he steals the show. You swear. Um. Again, as I said, I love seeing a sort of new version of Scrooge who that makes him a little bit more three dimensional. Yeah. Um, like I love, I love him. I love all the scenes where he's fucking with Charles, like, like when his dad is quoting Shakespeare, like ah Shakespeare, but he never had a blockage. <laughs> so good, and like you can, and like, and we'll get to Dan in a second, but you can see it on Dan's face, just like the utter annoyance yeah. by that by knowing that he's probably right yeah but he doesn't want to admit to his own creation that you're right yeah i'm blocked so good dude yeah like but i love that he also christopher Plummer also sort of did play a darker version of scrooge especially yeah i know you said you didn't really like the melodrama towards the end yeah, yeah but i felt like that really amped up that this version of Scrooge is a little bit yeah, darker. Not as dark as Guy Pierce's. No. Uh, but darker than what we've probably seen before. Yeah. Um, and I really like that. Yeah, yeah, No, I, you get to, in this version, which again, I don't know if you even want to call it a version because it's not the full story. You don't see, yeah. you know, uh, Christopher Plummer's journey. Yeah. Right? It's more just the writing process. Yeah. But we do get to see a little bit more of Scrooge and what Scrooge is like to Charles Dickens. Like, Mm -hmm. while writing it, this is the kind of person I think he is. Um, This is kind of what, kind of like we were saying earlier, like, this is what he would say in this situation. This is how I feel like he would talk to me, right? Uh, Which is an interesting writing process, just in general. But but I I did like that, right? He did seem a little bit worse, yeah. In in Dickens' version. Or in Dickens' head, right? And yeah. They're implying that, you know... He, that he, he softened him up a little bit for the book. Probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> to him, he's just this horrible, horrible... Horrible old man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, Dan Stevens. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned last week, um, I love Dan Stevens. Granted, I haven't seen a lot of his stuff, um, but of the things I have seen, I think he's fantastic. Um, I cannot speak more about how amazing Legion is. Mm-hmm. Such a great show. I never finished season three, Damn. mainly because I don't want to 
if I finish it, it's over because <laughs> that's the final season. And I don't want to finish it because the show is so good and so well written. And Dan just does such a good job. Um, and I think besides Beauty and the Beast, this is the first time I've actually heard him use his actual accent. Uh-huh. And Beauty and the Beast, it's a little bit more because the majority of the movie, he's the beast. It's a little bit more deeper and lower. Yeah. But so this, I was like, oh, good. He just doesn't have to pretend. He's just using his actual accent. Or maybe he didn't. Maybe it's a little more Victorian. You know that, I mean? uh, that is true. That's yeah. true. But I feel like they were using a little bit more contemporary language. You think? Like not like, as my wife would say, like in Amadeus. <laughs> my wife hates that movie. And that movie is. It's like the whole point of Amadeus. Anyway, that it movie doesn't is amazing. No, it's so good. Um, but I only heard it like once. And it's with the, that critic who's all like, you know, he, he uses the term you know, ye, like, you know, old, ye old. Yeah. But then everyone else just speaks normally. So I don't know. Maybe it was a little bit more, uh, contemporary, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? (laughs) Who knows why anyone does what they do? Holy shit. (laughs) Um, yeah, Dancy was great. Um, I mean, again, this movie sort of blah for me. So it's like, <laughs> so it's I hard for you to find. Can't the... praise him too much because I'm like, you know, I mean, it was fine, you know. Um, it's not Beauty and the Beast level. Uh, yeah, obviously, it's not Apostle level. So it's like I don't even I know. I keep we're... forgetting about Apostle. It's not Apostle. So I don't know even dude, what we're I'm... talking about here. Uh, is so good. Dude. <laughs> um, I thought uh, Jonathan Price was great, dude. As as the uh, the he's sort of a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. He kind of goes back and forth, but... Yeah, like, well, and see, like, yeah, he goes back and forth, but, you know, they they kind of paint Charles as not really that good of a person either. Right. Because he's so mean to his dad. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, you were pretty much abandoned at 12 years old. Because his, um, his dad was, like, a, a he, swindler or whatever. Like he was, Oh, he was just in debt. Oh, he was just in debt. Okay. And they just... they. I couldn't quite get, like, what he did for a living. <laughs> Was it nothing? I think he was just a con man, honestly. Okay. I mean, well, you know, and he sold his he sold uh, fake autographs. fake autographs. And well, I mean, they were real signatures, but yeah, passing them off is like yeah, the, signed by the author, you know. Um, but I mean, so I get why Charles would be so uh, have such animosity towards his own dad, but like. Certain times he's really mean. Yeah. But again, as we've been saying, I think that's to represent that he was writing Scrooge right. from a very personal place. Right. And then again, once he finishes the chapter at the end, then he goes and catches up with him at the train station. Be like, oh, please don't leave. I'm so sorry. Blah, 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 all that shit. Um, I'm the piece of shit, dad, not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what day is it? You know? <laughs> It's just oh, my oh my god I was actually waiting for that I know. with how many on the nose references they were making I was like please someone say boy what day is it is it still Christmas yeah I haven't missed it yet <laughs> there's still time you know oh shit uh, I was surprised it wasn't a Christmas goose um, a cooked goose <gasps> Ebenezer Scrooge yeah um, the best uh, random joke in Hot Rod fucking Chris Parnell <laughs> Japanese or Scrooge? Yes, a cooked goose. So dumb. Um, but yeah, I mean, I uh, 
I don't know what else to say about this movie, man. I may have bitten off more than I could chew. I was expecting. I don't think it's enough. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this movie is just, you know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is exactly what happened Again, with our Santa Claus episode. Maybe, but I did want to do another shout out uh, to oh his uh, wife, yeah, no, to yeah, Morphid Clark, um, Morphid M M O R F Y D D Morphid, the actress who plays his wife. Yes, uh, she is in Saint Maud. She plays Maud. I was trying to you know figure out where I knew her from. Uh, the whole movie, and I, I couldn't figure it out until just now. Dude, um, that movie seems like a it's trip. It's so good. Yeah. Same mod is so good. Uh, I mean, she's in this movie too, which is fine. Um, <laughs> but I'm same sorry, mod is, is this movie fine. It's fine, but uh, same mod is like really good. Uh, uh, <laughs> technically, not a Christmas movie, so we wouldn't have been able to do it. Uh, it does not take place during. Christmas. Imagine that we did that movie. Jesus, that'd have been awesome. That movie's great. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> a lot more to talk about than this. Again, <laughs> I was more fascinated with the stuff they didn't cover. You yeah, I mean? I mean, okay. And again, I get it. It's for families. It's not for. It's not. It's not for Jeremy's. It's not for. It's not for two almost thirty-year-old men who are trying to deconstruct this movie. Yeah, it, it's for. It's for families. It's a fun time. It's a wholesome fun time. <laughs> Mess around. <laughs> and like I'm, I'm being mean to it. I shouldn't be being mean to it. It's fine. <laughs> No, I mean, you could be mean to it. I mean... I don't want to... Do you think the filmmakers watch this? They might. Imagine the director, who I think this was like his directorial debut. Let's find out. Just like, how could they say such things? Yeah, I'm gonna... My phone's froze. Uh, Sounds like you should update it. Oh, wait, no, it's fine. Um, Joke's on you. Don't have to. Um, Okay. But anyway... um, Okay, so... Stuff... I don't want to like drone on and on to fill time. <laughs> For no reason, yeah. But I do want to say that... <laughs> what? It's not his directorial debut. What was? Um, I'll tell you what was his one, two, third movie. The Crow Salvation. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. Yep. That's... um. Yep. The third crow movie. Um, this guy did so. You can see the influences. Um, <laughs> you can see where oh where he got some of his ideas from. You know what I mean? Oh my god! However, this oh, it's a TV show. Never mind. Sorry, I'm looking at his filmography and this TV show uh, with uh, Charlie Hunnam. Uh, Hunnam. Hunnam uh, is pretty well received. Oh, which one? It's called. Is it that one that ruined like Shantaram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I heard about that. I think he got like a season two or some shit. Yeah, he directed an episode of that. Uh, episode? No, three episodes. I'm sorry. Directed three episodes. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Okay, that's not nothing. (laughs) All right, dude's going places. All I want to say is that I did enjoy the movie, um, just because I saw for what it was just. Exactly what you said. A family fun time. Um, I didn't hate it. Would I watch it again? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I will not watch this again. Just because, you know, Ashley and I tried to do a, a 25 Days of Christmas movies. Yeah. But we hadn't, we hadn't been doing it this year just because... You still have time. You still have time for Eyes Wide Shut. You still have time for The Lodge. Well, you still have time for Black Christmas. Well, we still have to watch Christmas Vacation because that's Ashley's favorite movie. Okay. 
I think we're going to watch A Christmas Story Christmas. Okay. The sequel to, well, technically the true sequel, because there was a sequel. Right. This is the true sequel to A Christmas Story. Um, but we haven't gotten to do it this year just because uh, y'all's wedding and right. then the other wedding we went to. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably do it next year. Uh, but I did enjoy it. It just, yeah. you know. It was fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know why that makes me laugh. I gave it a three on Letterbox. No heart. Sorry. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know that's fine. Can't be all winners. No, they can't. Well, Jeremy, are you ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up this very short Christmas? Episode? Very chaotic. Very unorganized. It's, okay. it's all right. It's fine. Yes. It's okay. I wasted a pick on it. It's okay. It's fine. I don't know why it's so funny. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Jeremy. Yeah. What are we going to be talking about after the holidays? Well, it's going to be better than this, I'll tell you that. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, next week, we are going to be dis- discussing Sweet Smell of Success. Yes. Uh, so that'll be better. Uh, with Tony Curtis and Burt Lancaster. Hell yeah. I've been waiting. Yeah. To, uh, to open that up. Yes, well, we're going to be talking about that instead. Yeah. Uh, so. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah dude. Really uh, I know nothing about that movie. I think it just, I don't know how it ended up on my wish list. Uh, it's on a it's on a lot of lists of like top, like noirs, you know, yeah. and uh, films I think, of that time. I think I was just, um, I think it must have been from a, a episode of, Criterion Closet where someone like mentioned it. Oh, uh, maybe. And I was just like, well, add it to the list. Yeah, I, uh, I've probably heard about it on like one of those like Cinefix lists or whatever mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I also saw Judgment at Nuremberg and Burt Lancaster so good in that. And I was like, oh, let's see if I know more Burt Lancaster stuff. And then I realized and I was like, okay. Oh, so, okay. I guess. Okay. So, Hold yeah. On. Sweet smell of success. Very exciting. I, uh, I am very excited. Next all right well everyone we hoped you tolerated tolerated this episode <laughs> i mean if you enjoyed it great thanks awesome let awesome. us know uh but if you just tolerated it that's why that's too. fine that's it's fine. my fault uh this is probably a lesson learned i will probably <laughs> not force another christmas episode next year no it's uh, fine again we can do eyes wide shut or something well i had well i had to learn my lesson with the uh, wes anderson you know, yeah, you did. We had to do three of those before I finally realized, like, okay, I'll never get him to like Wes Anderson. Nope. Right? We did three? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we fucking did. Um, Darjeeling. We did yeah. Budapest. And we did. And then we fucking did uh, Steve Zizou. Oh, that was right. That was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Zizou was awful. Uh, oh, God. Hey, okay. Well, we hope you tolerated it or, if, or enjoyed it. Uh, Again, we hope everyone had a great Christmas, and we will see you next week for the Sweet Smell of Success.